Mitch, it's uh, great speaking with you. You as well, Robert. Uh, can you please give us some basic uh, information about the about the suit filed by the Department of Justice and numerous state attorney generals? How groundbreaking is the suit compared to past antitrust lawsuits, and what are the specific uh, complaints? So this suit is groundbreaking mainly because it's the biggest, sort of broadest in scope for a antitrust suit probably since the DOJ sued Microsoft all the way back in 1998. This is also the only first or second suit since Microsoft that the U.S. government has brought under what's called Section 2 of the Sherman Act. That's the part of the U.S. anti-monopoly law that focuses on the conduct of monopolies, whether companies are acquiring or maintaining monopoly power through improper means. Um, generally, you know, we, we are okay with monopolies and the law is okay with monopolies that happen because somebody creates the best product and it takes over and everyone wants to use it. It's when a monopolist starts to use the power that they have to block innovation in other products or harm competitors in ways other than simply out-competing them. That's when, the, that's when the law steps in, and that's what the U.S. government and a number of states are accusing Google of here. Now, I mentioned Microsoft. This suit kind of follows the path laid out by the Microsoft suit. So it's the, exclusively yeah. against Google or different companies? It's exclusively against Google, which was an interesting choice because like in Microsoft suit, this suit focuses on Google's contracts with other companies, particularly um, smartphone manufacturers, computer manufacturers, um, web browser vendors, and it's saying that those contracts are all written to maintain Google's monopoly in search and in search advertising, which is sort of the same pattern that happened in the Microsoft suit with Microsoft's contracts around web browsers, but here this is about Google's monopoly in search and search advertising and what they're alleging is, is illegal maintenance of that monopoly. Does the lawsuit uh, just involve Google uh, paying uh, damages or could the company potentially be restructured and if there are significant fines would they be enough to bring about a significant change? This suit is really interesting in that way, too. The government is actually not asking for damages at all. They're only asking for what's called structural relief, which could be breaking up the company, or injunctive relief, which could be putting limits on the company's behavior. Again, going back to the Microsoft case, uh, the courts had originally, the lower court had ordered the Microsoft be broken up. That was appealed. On appeal, the... the, the um, uh, federal appeals court said, no, we're not going to break up the company, but we are going to put limits on its behavior uh, as far as how it has to share its um, the home screen of uh, desktop computers with rival browser vendors and things that it's not allowed to write into its contracts and that kind of thing. And by the way, a lot of folks think that those restrictions when they were put on Microsoft were what allowed companies like Google and Facebook to emerge in the, in the decade that followed, that Microsoft might have squashed them in the cradle if it weren't for those rules and that oversight that the, the government had placed on them. So 
expect something like that will happen here, possibly including a breakup, but those are those are rare and far between. Um, I agree that money damages probably wouldn't change Google's behavior. They would have to be on a scale that we've never seen before to even sort of get Google's attention. So it's interesting that they're not even trying for damages here. Can you give specific examples of uh, Google's blatant violations of Section 2 of the Sherman Antitrust Act? What the complaint filed by the government describes is the contracts by which Google makes sure that on almost any smartphone you buy, the default search engine is Google, including Apple, iPhones, any flavor of Android phone, tablets, wearables, etc., as well as things like vehicles, um, desktop computers, other sorts of devices, either they're required to make Google search the default search, or they're, they have very strong incentives to do that. Uh, on Android devices particularly, um, Google contracts essentially say, you have to make Google search the default search, or else you don't get access to the Google apps like Gmail and so on. Does the free service concept uh, make uh, antitrust laws more difficult to enforce, even taking into account the value of consumer data? In practice, yes, because price is an easy thing to measure. And it's easiest to make an antitrust case when you can go in and, and say to a judge and jury, look, consumers are paying more money because this monopolist can charge a monopoly price. That's easier case to win. But it's not required. You can also come in and say, yes, this is a free product, but it would be a better product if they were forced to compete. And others might have the opportunity to build better products, a better search engine, something new that replaces a search engine that is even more valuable to customers that just can't happen right now because of Google's contracts and Google's monopoly. Those are antitrust harms too. They're just harder to affix a number to. Is there anything important that's not included in the suit? For instance, uh, labor protections or allegations of censorship of political viewpoints? Yes, none of those are in the suit, and there's certainly there are many criticisms of Google out there involving those things that you mentioned. Yeah, um, labor practices, censorship of speech, editorial control over speech, uh, privacy. Actually, I take that back. The suit does mention privacy as a, as a consumer harm, so that's the one that they've sort of brought in here and, and, and said um, that the Google's control over user data is itself as a form of monopoly harm because if there were competition then consumers would choose not to give over so much personal data to one company. So that's the one that's in here but the, the, the others are not and while that may seem kind of disappointing it makes sense if you know a bit about antitrust law because those other things are harder to fit into the framework of what antitrust law is is about, which ultimately does focus on price and product quality, and not on sort of non-economic factors, which we're all concerned about. And sometimes there are other laws that deal with them, privacy laws, 
um, and, and so on, but um, they don't fit comfortably into the antitrust framework. So, so they're not in here, and that's not surprising. Uh, what have been the political partisan angles of antitrust lawsuits and legislation, and what do you see as the political implications of the presidential election results also taking into account uh, the makeup of the House and Senate? Well, historically, over the past several decades, it's been uh, Democrats who have been more in favor of stronger antitrust enforcement and, and antitrust enforcement over a broader range of companies and broader range of behaviors. More recently, you know, really kind of during the Trump administration, I think just um, drawing from the general public discontent with tech companies, there's really been pressure from all sides of the political spectrum for more antitrust enforcement, um, which is really why we're seeing this case now. This case is, is it's written under the current laws. It's, they are suing under the, the, the antitrust laws as they exist. There's separately also a push to expand the reach of antitrust law to make it easier for the government and private parties to win cases like this. That is going to be a partisan fight. That is going to depend on the ultimate makeup of Congress after the election shakes out and, and who's running committees and so on and so forth. But that's somewhat separate from this because this lawsuit is is proceeding under the law as it is. And I think it's going to proceed substantially the same way you know, under a Biden administration. Um, uh, again, because the, the concerns here are really pretty bipartisan, the concerns about Google having too much power. Uh, with uh, KCSB News, uh, this is Robert Stark.